5: All right, guys, welcome to Always Hungry from iHeartRadio. My name is Bobby Flay, and I'm here with my daughter and co-host. I'm
6: Sophie Flay. And on
5: Always Hungry, Sophie and I gather around my stove to cook together.
6: While you cook, I ask the questions and eat the food.
5: If there's any food left, we come to the table together to share a meal, connect as a family, and tell the stories that matter to us. Today we're talking about, it might be the perfect food.
6: You always say that, and you're so right. Today we are talking about pizza.
5: Mm Mm-hmm. Fire up the oven.
6: Grab a slice.
5: Zah. (laughs) all right so we're talking about pizza today sylvie and
6: we've got quite a spread
5: well here's the thing it's like so we have prince street pizza which is actually a new york pizza place
6: new to los angeles yes new to
5: la and they're very busy and then pizzana which is one of my favorite pizzas in la this is a cacio pepe pizza the prince street the prince street one is called spicy spring
6: it's covered in pepperoni which is how i like a pepperoni pizza it's
5: crazy and then we have two frozen pizzas. Mm-hmm. What's this one called?
6: It's called, it's from Lamora Pizzeria, which started as a pop-up, but now they have a brick and mortar location on West Third in West Hollywood. And your frozen pizza is?
5: Pizzeria Bianco, which is Chris Bianco, who's a friend of mine. He's one of the best Iola in the United States. The last time I was at Pizza Bianco, I walked up to the front desk to get a table, and there was a couple in front of me. And the guy literally said to him, it's going to be four hours. And they're like, okay, we'll be right. We'll be back. (gasps) Dedication. Yeah.
6: That's some good pizza then. And you've got a a margarita and I've got a vegan vegetable pizza. But
5: these two are frozen. Yes. Which is like, obviously frozen pizzas have been around for a really long time. When I was a kid, we used to eat French bread frozen pizzas. But now, especially with the pandemic, frozen pizzas, like people that weren't freezing their pizzas are now freezing their pizzas. Right. Because they don't have the bricks and mortar business. Right. So let's put these in the oven. Okay. I've, I've eaten a few of Pizza with Bianco frozen pizzas, and I've always been sort of like um, a little skeptical about frozen pizzas, but I have to say I love it.
6: Me too. It's great.
5: So we're going to put that in the oven. So this is at 500 degrees in a you know, regular oven, and the, the key is to heat up the sheet pan first.
6: Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to set a timer here so that we don't forget about
5: them. Okay, we're talking pizza. We're eating pizza. But I'm going to get this out of the way right now. We're not going to talk about Chicago pizza on this podcast. Not because it's not a good product. It's just not what we're talking about. I think we're going to save Chicago for another podcast. It's just too easy to be like, oh, Chicago versus New York. It's been talked about at nauseam. One has nothing to do with the other. Is that fair to say?
6: Yes. Okay.
5: I think what we're really talking about right now is more of the Neapolitan versus Roman, New, New York. York style pizzas. And then we'll also talk about like some pizzas in Los Angeles as well, because there's been sort of a, a good surge in pizza out here as well. So I guess when you when you talk about Roman pizza, you know, pizza in Rome, I, I think about three different kinds. I think about the classic, very thin, rolled out with a rolling pin almost like paper thin. They take like a couple of minutes in a wood-burning oven. Pizza, I love that pizza. It's thin and crisp. Then there's one that's more sort of like oval-shaped and is cooked on the hearth of the pizza oven. And a lot of times you'll buy those by the weight not by the slice. Like you tell them how much you want. They slice a piece off and then and, and you pay for it by the
6: interesting by
5: the kilo, I guess. And then there's the, <clears throat> the last one, which, you know, in some ways has been like what they call like a Sicilian in New York, where it's, it's baked in a square cast iron pan or like a metal pan. And it actually kind of fries the dough because there's olive oil on the bottom. You put the dough into the hot pan with the hot oil and you put it in the oven. It makes the dough really crispy. That's usually a thicker pie. It's usually a square. And in New York, you call it a Sicilian style. But in Rome, they just call it another style. <laughs> <laughs> they don't call it Sicilian in Rome.
6: You still have pizza sauce on your chin. Okay. <laughs> you can't stop looking at
5: it. Remnants. <laughs> um, you know, I, so then there's been a huge surge in the United States of Napoleon-style pizza, the pizza from Naples. Now, always wood-burning the crust is very puffy and charred okay it's beautiful at like sort of the perimeter of the pizza is you know this beautiful charred puffy light dough and then in the middle of it is usually very kind of soft almost soupy like they call it like a knife and fork pizza you know where you eat it with a knife and fork roman pizza most of the time is crispy on the bottom new york style pizza is crispy on the bottom mm-hmm. That's what I like. There's a place called Pizzana in L.A., which I love. The owner is, and, and the pizzaiolo is uh, Daniele, who's, who's a character. He's a really great guy, really fun, funny, just great attitude. He loves when people love his pizza. Yeah, That means he loves a lot of people because a lot of people love it. <laughs> but he's doing something that I think is becoming much more popular by some great pizza makers in this country, where they're basically combining Naples and Rome or New York and Naples. You know, they have this beautiful sort of light dough, but they want it to have form on the bottom. They want it to hold its shape and be a little bit crispy on the bottom. My favorite pizza in America, do you know what it is?
6: Your favorite pizza in America, Joe's Pizza.
5: No. Okay, wait. Joe's is is my favorite pizza in New York City.
6: Your favorite pizza in America. uh.
5: It's not in New York and it's not in LA. What?
6: (laughs) What is it?
5: It's in New Jersey. What is it? Ratza. Huh. I haven't taken you there yet. No. Okay.
6: We don't kick it in Jersey often enough, I guess.
5: So Dan, who owns Ratsa, he and I become friends. This guy is magic. I'm just telling you, the pizza there, Pete Wells, the critic of the New York Times, reviewed it a few years ago and said, the best pizza in New York is in New Jersey. Wow. Because it's so close to New York City. Mm -hmm. It's like, you know, I live downtown. I can literally be there in seven minutes from my apartment in New York because it's right on the other side of the Holland Tunnel. And I've made pizza with him. It's ridiculous. My dough now is way better than it used to be.
6: So is it newer? Is it a newer place?
5: No, it's been around for like a handful of years. But his pizza is ridiculous. And I've spent some time with him. I spent five hours with him one day.
6: Making pizza? Yeah, making dough. Oh my gosh.
5: And it really opened my eyes up to some things. A lot of it has, again, a lot of it has to do with temperature of the room, temperature of the flour, temperature of the water. And what style is it? Again, he's kind of doing what like Daniele wants to do, which is it's got Naples and New York mixed together. Mm -hmm. They want want the crispiness they want the contrast of texture they don't want a knife and fork pizza and his stuff is just the the dough you bite into it and it's got crunchiness and chewiness and puffiness and lightness and an amazing sort of yeast flavor to it it's you know has like that little sour kind of thing running through it it's just so good jersey yeah jersey city
7: It's the good people who stand by and do nothing that allow them to flourish.
4: Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts.
3: The Therapy for Black Girls Podcast is an NAACP and Webby Award-winning podcast dedicated to all things mental health, personal development, and all of the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. Here And I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there.
9: Hey, my name's Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. I just had a great conversation with Michael B. Jordan, and you can listen to it right now.
5: Let's talk about these.
6: Yeah, let's try some of these.
5: So Pizzana, the chef and owner is Daniele. He actually did this pizza, this particular pizza against me on beat.
6: Oh, he did? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that.
5: Crushed me like a bug. And what is it? Cacio Pepe is black pepper and pecorino. It's basically taking the flavors of one of the Roman classic pastas and putting it on top of a pizza. So give it a taste. Okay. Cacio Pepe. Mmm. You like that black pepper and pecorino flavor? Mm Mm-hmm. Very peppery, which I like. Yeah, it's black pepper.
6: What style pizza is this?
5: It's somewhere between Naples and Rome. Okay. The Parliotan-style pizza is very, very sort of, doesn't have a lot of structure in the crust, but you can see it's got that charred sort of crust on the outside. You know, that's what he's cooking there. And then Prince Street pizza, this is more of like a Sicilian, like when I was a kid, we would eat Sicilian slices, which are square and thicker. And it's crispier on the edges because it cooks in the cast iron pan. And this one has pepperoni on top.
6: I love a pepperoni pizza. You do? Yeah, I really do.
5: This is crispy and thick. You see, it's doughier.
6: The dough is really thick, yeah. Mm-hmm.
5: This place has become very popular in LA, like, immediately.
6: The line is so long. It's spicy. It's really spicy. I was just about to say that. I like it. Too. it's delicious.
5: Really good. Wow. Do you know what's in pizza dough? Flour. It's three ingredients, mostly.
6: Eggs.
5: Eggs? No.
6: Flour, water. Yeast. That's it. Flour, water, and yeast. You got it. What's in pizza dough? Oh, flour, water and yeast.
5: Yeah, that's that's yeah. Perfect. Good job. No, but that's really what it is. And then the way you measure it is important. The best way to measure it is by weight as opposed to by like cups, so to speak. The temperature of the water that goes into it is really important. I didn't know this. The temperature of the water. The temperature of the water.
6: Is really important all the time, just for a certain style. What do you mean?
5: To make good pizza dough,
6: regardless. Okay. Yeah,
5: yeah. And then, which which kind of yeast to use? What t- what temperature? And how you how you incorporate <laughs> the yeast into the flour?
6: What temperature should I be measuring at for this pizza dough that I'm go- going to be making? It all
5: depends on what time of the year it is. Oh my I'm, god! I'm telling you, it's. I'm I'm just try- trying to make a point. And then also the heat from the friction of the mixing of the dough also plays into how hot the right. water is. Right. It all what the temperature of the room is. I mean, this is like- Science. Real pizza people, this is the thing that they think about. And it really does make a difference. And then how long you let it sit, how you incorporate the yeast into it, how you mix it, how you mess with the dough, how you roll out the dough, how you pat it out with your hands, the whole thing. It's all part of it. And then of course the oven, like, <laughs> no, I, I know how hot I, is it supposed to be. It's crazy
6: because it's such a like. You know, pizza, it's so simple, but it's it's not.
5: No, it's pizza and tacos and burgers have the same issue. People just think, oh, it's just pizza, it's just burgers, it's just tacos. No, there's good Eh, pizza eh, and there's eh, bad tacos eh. and vice versa. How do you feel about red sauce pizza versus Pizza Bianco, white sauce pizza?
6: I like both, but I'd much rather have a red sauce pizza. I love marinara sauce. But why? I think because I like the tartness from the tomatoes and the sauce. You like the acidity? I like the acidity. And the sweetness? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't know maybe why this is. Maybe it's because you use more cheese or more olive oil in a white pizza, but I feel like when you have red sauce on pizza, I feel like it feels less greasy. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm.
5: Yeah. No, I mean, I, I, I have to say I like red sauce. How do you feel about fancier ingredients on pizza? How do you feel about a lobster pizza?
6: Okay. I love your lobster pizza, which I don't think you make that often. This is really interesting. You have a pizza oven at your house in Amagansett, and you make pizzas often. I mean, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but I think we were just experimenting with it. It was a day we were making a bunch of different pizzas, and you put lobster on a pizza. And I don't really like lobster and cheese together. We know that. But it's by far like one of my favorite things that you've ever
5: made. It's a lobster and toasted garlic pizza with red chilies on it.
6: It's so good. I would die for that pizza. Really? Yes.
5: See, I'm surprised you like that because you don't like the lobster mac and cheese idea.
6: Maybe with mac and cheese, there's too much cheese. Maybe there's a real balance that works with lobster and cheese when it's not excessive. Um, How do you
5: feel about pineapple on a pizza?
6: Okay, so pineapple on pizza is a crime. Crime? Is a crime. Okay.
5: So I guess that means you don't like it.
6: No. Do
5: you? Not a chance. I'm a purist when it comes to things that are classic like pizza. I mean, I like my pizzas really simple because to me, pizza is the perfect food when it's simple. Let's face it, it's like, it's bread. It's like delicious bread that's enhanced with sauce and cheese. That's what it should be, in my opinion. Now that said, I like to make a pizza with tomato and some mozzarella and some anchovy because the anchovy just gives it that beautiful salty bite. I'll eat a mushroom pizza all day long, maybe a pizza with eggplant on top.
6: I love like a goat cheese and olive tapenade pizza.
5: I don't like when people put like chicken fingers on top of pizza.
6: No, or like penne.
5: What is that about?
6: I don't know. I don't know. What is the
5: story with the pasta on top of the pizza?
7: I'm very jealous (laughs) of your generation that didn't have to deal with Instagram and Tinder. This is Across Generations where black women's voices unite, and together, you know how we do we create magic. magic. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
8: Imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver.
7: It's the good people who stand by and do nothing that allow them to flourish
4: listen to fallen angels a story of california corruption on the iheart radio app apple podcast or wherever you get your podcasts
3: the therapy for black girls podcast is an naacp and webby award-winning podcast dedicated to all things mental health personal development and all of the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves here and I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there.
9: Hey, my name is Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. I just had a great conversation with Michael B. Jordan, and you can listen to it right now. And I can't wait for you to check it out.
5: The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. It's always the feeling when you're getting ready. To, you know, people give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. People quit. Listen
9: to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your
6: podcasts. All right. Pulling them out of the oven.
5: It looks good, vegetarian.
6: Gorgeous. Gorge.
5: So they're very different looking. Yes. Pizzeria Bianco's is very classic, it feels like Roman. And then Lamora is, uh, feels more like a Naples pizza, the way the crust is. I like the vegetables on top. Okay. Want me to cut these up? Yeah. My pizza cutter? Toby, so tell me about this place.
6: Lamora Pizzeria? Yeah. It's, I don't know if they're married, but it's a couple, and they, um, started their pizza making business in Charleston. built a Charleston, wood... South Carolina? Yeah, built, really? a, built a wood fire pizza oven. Came out to LA in 2017. They were doing pop-ups, but when the pandemic hit, they had to figure out a different way to sell and make their pizza, so they started freezing it. And they make five or six different types of pizzas that you can buy, and I just always have one in my freezer, because I, you know, they're always going to be good, and I'm, I'm just obsessed with pizza. It's my favorite food.
5: How do you know so much about these guys?
6: Because I like their pizza. Wow. Okay, so you,
5: <laughs>
6: as we've mentioned, you, you spent a semester abroad in Italy, but you also shot that new show with...
5: I, I spent a semester abroad? Yeah, it was
6: your study abroad. <laughs> that,
5: was, that was my... That was, was my your study abroad. That was my, what do you call it? My midlife crisis time I
6: was your gap year. My gap year. <laughs> 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 but you also just shot a new show with Giada in Italy too. Yeah. So you've had a lot of you know opportunity to run around and taste different types of pizzas there. Is there a pizza that you had there that you'd never had before that you fell in love with? Or is there a technique that you learned that you've brought back here to the US to, to try to implement when making pizza?
5: Yeah. I like making pizza in the cast iron pans now. They're not actually cast iron pans. They're like the metal pans. It's not as heavy as a cast iron pan, but it's a black metal or blue metal pan. It's almost like making focaccia.
6: That's interesting.
5: Yeah, and I, I like that because I like what happens to the, to the crust. It, it fries it, so it makes it crispy. It's like Prince Street pizza. I like what happens when you cook the dough like that because it gets really, really crispy. I mean, let's face it, everything fried is good, even pizza dough.
6: Are you skilled enough to flip pizza dough in the air?
5: Can I flip it? Yeah. I'm not saying it's going to stay intact.
6: So that's a no. <laughs> I
5: mean... I mean <laughs> No, I don't throw, I mean, I can throw pizza in the air for sure, like once or twice, but like there are people who just like, they're acrobats. There's like Olympics of it. There's like competitions of throwing dough. Did you know that?
6: No, I had no idea. Wait, remember that pizza place in Chelsea across the street from your old apartment? That guy loved you. Remember that place? Yeah. What was that place called?
5: I can't remember. But you know, my first job ever, I was in sixth grade. I worked in Mimi's Pizza. Sixth grade.
6: How'd you get that job?
5: I don't know. (laughs) I'd go there after school and they let me open the cans of tomatoes and grate the cheese. Oh. They never net let me near the pizza. <laughs> and I would deliver. I was the delivery boy.
6: That's so cute. Sixth grade. Did you eat a lot of pizza?
5: Yeah. I think you probably paid me in pizza. <laughs>
6: <laughs> to open some cans. Yeah. Oh my God.
5: Mimi was, Mimi was a guy. Okay. From Naples. And Mimi's was there forever. It's like 40 years. It's gone now. There's a place in Brooklyn called Lucali, which I have to say, I talked about Raza being my favorite pizza. Lucali's right next to it. So Mark Iancono, who owns the place, this guy is like, it's, <laughs> have I taken you to Lucali? I've only been there once. No, yeah, I don't I think so. You. No, you, you can't get in. I mean, it's like, there's no, t- there's no seats. Uh, and everybody wants to eat there. But so that Mark, he's like the pizza prince, okay? He's a really handsome Italian-American guy from Brooklyn. He's got like the perfect white T-shirt on. He bakes the pizzas by candlelight. So he has this... What? Gl- oh, no, it's insane. He's got this... What do you gl-
6: mean he bakes it by candlelight?
5: He bakes them in the oven, but the environment, the, the aura is by candlelight. He doesn't have lights on in the kitchen, which is kind of wide open. It's like one big room, basically. He
6: doesn't have lights on in the kitchen. No, he's,
5: got, he's literally doing it by candle. The w- women in there are just like swooning over him, and he's rolling out the pizza dough with a wine bottle. I mean, the whole thing is just... And, and, and the pizza is sick. It's so good. Oh,
6: my God. I have to... <laughs> I want to go there. No, no,
5: no. You have to go, Sophie. I'm going to take you. Next time we're both in New York together, I'm going to take you there for sure. And he's the greatest guy. He's like old school New York guy. Like, we totally get each other. He's amazing. <laughs> what? What is that? What is so funny about that?
6: <laughs> I love it. No, no. You really set the scene for me there.
5: Right. Yeah. yeah. I'm just telling you, that's the deal. Because he's, he's special.
6: If you're leaving the bar or you're leaving the club... Where are you getting pizza
5: in New York City? yes, Joe's It's one of the last bastions of old school New York pizza. I mean, there's a handful of others, of course, but to me, it's the kind of pizza I want to eat. It's crispy. The cheese is just perfectly melted. It's old school you know, whole milk mozzarella. You know, the sauce is cooked into like you know into a very concentrated you know flavor and texture. It's that classic New York style pizza that. It just quenches that, like, I need a slice of pizza moment. Totally. Right?
6: Yeah, I couldn't agree more.
5: Your picture is up in the on the wall.
6: Our picture's up on the wall, yes.
5: Our picture's up on the wall. Do people tell you that?
6: Yeah, people send it to me all the time. It's so funny. And they're drunk? <laughs> Maybe. I mean, I, yeah, I'm getting it at 2 a.m., so mm. one can assume.
5: They just went out for a stroll. <laughs> you can hear how crispy Anko's pizza is. Yeah, totally. Want to give it a taste?
6: Yeah. Taste test. Okay. Mmm. This is so good. Chris's? Chris's, yeah.
5: Chris Bianco. When I was first making pizzas at gatto, I called Chris. I was like, Chris, give me, like, give me a couple things to think about, you know, to make perfect pizza. He said, Bobby, he's, if you remember, he's a New York guy. He uses the F word, every other word, like, for, for accent. And he says, he's like, listen. He goes, he goes you're pizza guy. He's got to know how to make dough, and he's got to be the weatherman. What? Well, because humidity is in a very important part of pizza. <laughs> it is. If there's a lot of humidity, it makes your dough wetter. So you have to add more flour. Interesting. And vice versa. And then he said, I was like, what about when you're baking the pizza? He goes, I've never baked the same pizza twice. Every pizza is different. Every pizza has its own personality. He goes, he, goes, he goes, listen, it's like a piece of toast. You put it in. When it's ready, you take it out. <laughs> <laughs> and he's right.
6: Always Hungry is created by Bobby Flay and Sophie Flay.
5: Our executive producer is Christopher Haciotis.
6: Always Hungry is produced, edited, and mixed by Jonathan Haas-Dressler.
5: Always Hungry is engineered by Sophie Flay. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.
1: The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God.